Hey, Nicole. Hello, Kayla. What are we talking about today? Um, we're talking about a few things today, but literally no clue. <laughs> you know what? First and fucking foremost, you know what I'm already sick of fucking seeing? And I, cause seeing? I just seeing. Because no. I just saw one on my Snapchat. Can't can't wait to start my after holiday cleanse. What the fuck? We're in 2022. Why are you still drinking um thin tea? Thin that's well, listen, listen. You're right. Absolutely agree. However, comma, period. Yeah. Comma, Uh, period, me. Have you ever done, like, a real good shit and you're like, man, mm, I've never felt better. Yes. But I actually did, I think it was, what do they call that? Like, Slim Tea. It's it's like an actual brand. I did one of those. Like a detox. Yes. I did one of those. Oh, my God. When I was 24 or 25 or something like that. And I thought I was going to have to go to the hospital. Oh, my God. It fucked me oh up. Oh, my God. So bad. And so now every time I see people, and granted, this was not like, I, I, I don't think that, you know, not every quote unquote cleanse is like one of those teas or whatever. Right. But, you know, I mean, it's like your our, our body doesn't need a cleanse. That's what right. your liver is for. That's what your kidneys are for. That's what water is for. But, um, you know, and this is coming from a fat bitch, like, you know what I mean? But yeah, I did one of those teas like eight or nine years ago and well, no, six or seven years ago then. But um, it fucked me up so bad. I was like, I will never touch this again. Anything like this ever again. Anytime I've mm. done anything with like Fedramine or those type of thi- which is like the like ev- the activator. Uh, no, Fentermine. Whichever one is like the FDA approved weight loss oh, medicine. Yeah. Um, I just I have horrible. I just have horrible experiences with all of mm. that stuff. So I stay fat. Listen, man. <laughs> If you catch my dad on a good day, really any day, and you call him and he the first thing he says is, Hi, fat and fat and happy. How you doing? Fat and yeah, happy. Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. But yeah, so that was literally just like five seconds. Like and I it's just it just I mean it's a whole thing, isn't it's it? Like it's a, a whole part of the society mentality that we live thing. In. It's like you're already thinking about you know, and then that also means like and this is coming from somebody who knows that, like, I have an unhealthy relationship with food. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I have been very vocal about that in my life. Um, but it's, like, that's also, like, saying, like, you're just going to, like, eat yourself to death. And, like, you're yeah. just waiting for the time where you could just shit it all out. Or... And that, like, your body in its current state isn't good enough. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, it's, it's all part of the society that we live in. If, if anything can be capitalized on, it's fucking shaming people. Exactly. Exactly. But, um, yeah, that was just a little thing that I literally just saw on my Snapchat. Somebody say, like, 30 seconds ago. Well, you know, January is right around the corner, so you got to get your goal weighed in, right? So, okay, and I wasn't even going to say this until we got to, like, a a before New Year thing. Mm -hmm. But before New Year episode. Yeah, this is the precursor. Um, You know what I fucking love about COVID? Is that for the past two years... I have not heard shit, barely shit from people about New Year's resolutions. That's true. That is true. I think um, it's coming back around, though, this year. Yeah. Um, 
But I, I definitely agree. I was like, finally, like, it's people dead. Are, it's, it's dead. And there's nothing wrong with having thoughts of, like, what do I want generally for the new year? Right. But it's like the second you get into, like, February or January 15th, it's just the same old fucking year. Yeah. Life fucking happens. Like, yeah. you and I were just talking I know, about I was this. Just about to think about this. Yeah. Life just fucking happens, you know? And of course, you could have goals and you could have things that you're working towards. But why is that just like a January 1st type of a thing? I don't know. But we can get into that, you know, as we get closer to the new year. You know, I, I have a lot of bones to pick. We haven't even hit pick. December yet. I know. We're not even in December yet. I, I have a lot of bones to pick with, like, New Year resolutions. And I, I just think that they're super unhealthy, mm-hmm. personally. Um. So, how was your Thanksgiving it was good. We're, we are recording a few days after Thanksgiving. Yeah. It was um, good. It was good to be around uh, Jordy, and um, it was hilarious. I rolled up right at the second they were dropping the turkey into the vat of fucking of, <laughs> of peanut oil. Um, turned out delicious. It was a good. He did yeah. a great job. Um, my mom made a backup turkey just in case because she always has a backup plan. That's what Jordy tells her. She goes, Nama, you always have a backup plan. Well, that, man, moms, man, always I, with the backup plan. No shit, so... Yeah. Uh, but that's on anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do have like four things of like, uh, like a medicine cabinets everywhere stashed in my house. So that yeah, checks out. Exactly. Uh, Jordy was here. She's like, Kay, why do you have so much, so many stuff? You have so much stuff. So you have a lot of cool stuff, but you just have a lot of stuff. I'm ready and then for she the left apocalypse. with like a bag of fucking rocks and crystals. <laughs> She's ready for the apocalypse now, mm-hmm. too. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, it was good. Um, a lot of good food, and it was, you know, what's really weird is that over the years, um, you know, we start out, I remember being really young and going to my grandparents' house, and it was, you know, the grandkids, and, you know, first, yeah. my sister and I were the first grandbabies for a very long time, um, and then, you know, the family grew, and then my grandmother passed away, and we still did uh, Thanksgiving for a couple years at the house, uh, and then... My parents moved into a bigger home, and then that became the holiday spot, and fast forward, you know, 10 years, and it's just, it's just us now. Yeah. You know, families grow, and they depart, and they, you know, create new traditions, and... Um, People move. Let me tell you, dude. I t- I'm telling you, it was the first year ever that I showed up to my parents' house in fucking slippers and sweatpants for a holiday. What's wrong with that? Like, why was that never a thing before? Because there's always somebody to impress. Um, yeah. Being in a family of, uh, I mean, families have. There's always one, right? There's always that one judgmental yeah. Becky, right? Mm-hmm. Um, At and, least one, right? Um, my family is on both sides. Are it's relevant. It's it's your. It's just everywhere um so we were just taught to dress to the nines and you know in your own home you're wearing you know shoes and boots and you know you're just dressing up to the tens um because god forbid you know you ruin the image of yeah god God forbid you're comfortable in your own home yeah right or on just a day off and then my mom didn't realize that i wore slippers and and sweatpants until i was leaving she was like are those slippers yeah she was like you were prepared where I was like, yeah, I was coming comfy, bitch. Like, hell yeah, I was. So, what about you? Um, it was good. Um, we spent the day, or we spent Thanksgiving with, um, Evan's side of the family. Mm-hmm. Um, we were at his aunt and uncle's, um, in Fort Wayne. 
uh, I think I mentioned this before, but his aunt and uncle, they own car dealerships. And so we we had the, the, the big dinner and all that stuff at one of the dealerships. And it was... Oh, cool. And, and it was really nice. You know, it was like in one of the like the, the big rooms or whatever. And they set out a whole bunch of tables and um, it was it was very nice. This was actually one of the the first um, kind of get togethers with his family that I like felt more I don't want to say included because that's not a right word but like I felt more like part of the family like part of it yeah yeah which was really nice not so much um, of an outsider yes yeah. and you know we've been together for two and a half years you know what I right. mean um but you know that stuff takes time we we don't live near them we don't you know right. what I mean they're not a part of your everyday right rituals and right, uh, right. communications and all that good yes. stuff. yes so that makes sense um and, you know, we were there pretty late because uh, something that his family likes to do during their, their get-togethers is play cards and mm-hmm. play poker. So, you know, I got there around 4.30, you know, dinner started at about 4. And uh, we didn't leave till 10.30. So, oh you know, it was, it, it, we were yeah. just hanging out, you know, drinking That's a little bit. That's how it used bit. to be at my grandparents' house. They would yeah. play uh, Snake Eyes, I think. And, okay. Uh, uh, rummy and all yeah. of that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, I get it. My grandma even used to have a, a tabletop um, <sighs> slot machine. Oh, cool! Yeah. So oh she, my gosh! Yeah, and it would dispense little coins and everything. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and and you know that's not really. I'm. I don't really know how to play that stuff, and I'm not like. Trust me, I love board games. I right. love stuff like that, but. Um, they're, they get pretty serious about it. Like, they all come with their, like, little baggies of coins and shit, and, like, they, they know what's about to go down. Um, Evan just texted me right now, but, um, I'm busy. Um, but, um, yeah, it was very nice. And then, you know, we went back to his dad's house, and then, uh, I came home the next day on Friday, Mm -hmm. um, because I had some stuff to do this, this weekend. But, yeah, it was a nice time, and, um... You know, that's kind of a little bit of some of the topic we can talk about today. I think we have a couple of different topics, but, um, uh, you know, kind of what you were talking about in terms of, like, what the holidays used to look like. Yeah. I mean, when you're a kid, it's, it's, it's all different. You know, when my grandparents were still alive, we would all congregate into their little ranch style you know, three bedroom house mm-hmm. and there's, you know, but then people grow up and people move and they get their own traditions and stuff like that. And people get married and yeah. then you're trying to like, you know, well, what are both sides of the family doing? And people get divorced and, you know, and here's the thing too. Maybe some people you just don't want to fucking be around. That's a, that's a really big, I think, oh, I think that's something that's definitely changed Yes, in the last couple of years where yeah. we no longer really feel obligated yes. to surround yourself with said people. Yeah. You know? Um, and you feel, I think we've all, at least the people that I know in my life, um, are starting to feel more comfortable being, um, telling people no. Yeah. And it's not so much a, oh my God, it's not a scandal, you yeah. know? It's not, um, it just, it just is what it is. Yeah. And so, you know, when we were kind of talking about what we were going to talk about this week, which we are going to get into another topic, but, you know, getting into this holiday season, I mean, we're, we're already officially in it. We're halfway through, but, um, now that Thanksgiving is over, but, you know, being comfortable with whatever your 
holiday traditions or lack of traditions yeah. are there is a normalcy and just doing whatever the fuck you want to do and i think older generations have a really really hard time with that yeah because don't get me wrong i think um even growing up i remember just being so um I told I've always said that you know I'm I'm a sad panda even as a young kid and um I think I've always had that holiday melancholy mm -hmm. since I I mean since I was little before mm -hmm. I even knew what that feeling was yeah. like how to describe it what that yeah. description was um but I just remember being a kid and just being in awe and uh of the tradition itself and um wondering what that's gonna look like yeah. in the future oh yeah which again that's on anxiety but yeah still yeah. um and then being an adult and it's literally it was literally five people in the house and a kid yeah and it was just it was good food we we talked and stuff and um and uh there was uh there was just no expectation. Yeah, there was no pretense of of putting on a face and um, putting on a show for somebody. Right. You know, everybody knows. Um, everything that's going on in people's lives, and uh, there just there wasn't any. There was no rhyme or reason to put up a facade. Yeah. Why? Yeah. And I even rem I remember getting ready on Thursday and uh, preparing myself with the possible question between um, some people in my family of like, well, why didn't you dress up? Like if they were dressed up, because I could just easily see them being dressed up and like, oh, well, you're not wearing any makeup today. And I mean, like I had like full on defenses ready in my head. <laughs> but again, that's an anxiety. Like, yeah, 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 I. I, I do re remember growing up and I, you know, just, I come from a broken family, a broken household. My parents were divorced when I was like two and it was always, it, it, there was still like a very fun aspect to the holidays. Like we were always at our mom and papa's, but everything was always split because then we were going mm -hmm. to our dad's yeah. and then when adulthood came and... <sighs> You know, people move and things change and even your outlook on certain things change. Right. You know, my, I'm going to be honest, my 20s were very difficult for the holidays. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that that's probably why I have like a, and COVID had a lot to do with that right. too. It kind of changed my mindset on things. Like last year we were at my brother's house and then um, the year before that I had just cooked for me, Evan and my father-in-law right. because of COVID. And this year I was like, I just, I don't give a fuck. Like I, and not in like a negative Nancy right. way, but just, I'm not going to kill myself. Right over this experience there's no internalized pressure yes like what's the like you know yes. like what's the point like yes. like like you and i both sat here and we talked on our failed last episode um yeah we we had a nice <laughs> half hour little little well, episode yeah, for sure that you know it was it's literally one day it's, it's one, one day it's a dinner day. it's yeah. one dinner and um i remember being involved in the church there was one year, I think it was our me and Evan's first, like, how, quote-unquote holidays together. Well, mm -hmm. 
which was our first holidays even before we got married. We had one holiday together before we got married. Um, But I remember one day going, or one Thanksgiving, going to his aunt and uncle's house out by Fort Wayne, coming back out and going to my aunt's house, then going to our friend's house. Literally, why? And, then, and now I'm like, oh, I can't even, I can't even, like, wrap my head around. And, of course, things might change once we have children. But that's, right. like, that's, that's a different type of change. Right. You, you know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, my, my 20s were very difficult in terms of holidays for many familial reasons. Right. Um, I remember a couple of Thanksgiving Christmases just going to my dad's house, and I've kind of explained this. My dad is very bah humbug. Mm-hmm. My dad does not like the pretense of holidays right. that you are forced to do something. That day. Yes. My my dad actually, <laughs> whether this is <laughs> like a deficit or not, um, it, to... To, to an extent, I feel like the holidays almost make him angry, okay. <laughs> which I don't really blame him. I mean, um, it's a lot of stress. It's a lot of anxiety. And, and he just doesn't like people up in... It, it makes him angry seeing people angry right. over the stupidest shit. Right. Yes. Um, I feel and like you you pick up on that sometimes. I probably do. Yeah. I can I, see you being that way. People getting angry over stupid shit makes me angry. Yeah. Um, and, you know, whatever. There's levels to that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've said it on this podcast before. The, the older I get, the more I definitely feel myself turning into my dad. Yeah. In not the negative ways, but, like, certain kind of um, certain ways pertaining to, like, reactionary type yeah. of things. Um, but, you know, there was a lot of times my, my stepmom has worked in the food service industry her whole life, my whole life. And she, being a manager at a major casual fine dining place, mm-hmm. the holidays are not days she's going to have off. Yeah. And so there was a bunch of times where, you know, if there was something going on with other family members and we just knew that it was not going to be a year that we got together me and my dad just hang out cook some food take naps all day hang out and just you know what what whatevs you know and and but in that time though it did make me feel sad yeah i could see that i think that would be a, a maybe not there's no spark there's no it doesn't make the day special but that is also now as i'm older based off of this idea of the importance of one day yeah which is not realistic um i didn't see any of my family this year for any of my specific family this year for many reasons um one of them is because me and my mom are not in a good place right Mm now and um you know without getting into details on that um, just once again, choosing who you allow to like entertain in your life at a certain amount right. or at a certain period right. of time, uh, the holidays are just not it this year. Right. And whereas before that would really incredibly bring me down. Now I'm very much like, you know what? This is where we are right now. Who knows where we'll be in the future, and right. that's okay. Yeah, I did not see my dad this year simply because we were just out with Evan's family, and it's not a big deal. Now, my sister, though, I'm telling you about Kayla. Um, I did call my sister Thanksgiving night. I Facetimed her, and Kayla is very sensitive. Kayla is the epitome of the fantasy of family. 
Yeah. And it's not that that's not possible, but her expectations for days like that are very high, and she takes it very seriously, Mm -hmm. and I don't blame her for that, but she was a little upset because, you know, not everybody has that same thought, and, you know, kind of talked her through that, and, you know, but once again, life happens, and... There's literally nothing you can control. Right, and the more you put emphasis on, on, on the movement and actions of one day the higher the chances that you will come out of that completely unfulfilled. Right. So no, you're absolutely right. Yeah. So that was just kind of something that we wanted to talk about this week, too, was, you know, these these expectations for these holidays. I mean, not even just for Thanksgiving and for Christmas, but, oh, my God, Valentine's Day is a huge one. Mm-hmm. New Year's is a huge one. The 4th of July. And social media over the past decade or so has not made any of that better. Um, because then you see people, quote, unquote, doing the traditional right. thing. Like living their best life. Exactly. Constantly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and, you know, me and Kayla were like, this is a good convo to have to be like, whatever your normal is, is fine. I think it's really hard for um, people like Kayla and myself, also Kayla. Also um, Kayla. (laughs) Sister Kayla compared to Kayla Kayla. Yeah. Um, I definitely resonate with how she is feeling now because that's how I always felt. Um, And then I was medicated and um, a lot of those anxieties and stressors went away. Um, but the want, like, like I was saying with that holiday episode we had, um, and even my mom and I had our own conversation about this, um, coming into Christmas. Yeah, which I loved to hear. Um. Go Mama Guyberson. Yes. And, um. I can't wait to meet her one day. And, uh, we were just talking about, you know, how much anxiety that I have around this time. Yeah. Um, and I was trying to, I was explaining to her, like, it's not... The type of anxiety I have comes from being a people pleaser. Yes. And under yeah. and also being very empathetic towards others and the people in my life. Um, I I pride myself on being um, the best gift giver uh, ever. Yeah. And I am a great gift giver because I am a people pleaser. Yeah. And but do you have the means constantly to right, be a exactly. great gift giver? And I and it's not that. I can't explain this well enough, but I'll do my best, Um, that the level of gratitude I have for those closest to me in my life, I know that in some way, some some form of love language, whether that be acts of service or gift giving, um, which are two of my highest, like I'm great at doing that for other people. Yeah. that is how I show my gratitude. Yeah. I'm not great with telling the people in my life that I love them constantly. Um, I'm not great at showing that kind of affection on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, I will always show gratitude and gratefulness when the time calls for it. Yeah. You know, like when I'm in a, in a, in a rut and you and Kaylee and Shelby do everything that you can to help me out. You, I go, I make sure that I thank you and I'm grateful and I tell you how grateful I am for you Mm. but how can I show that 
Right. And that's where I get yeah. in. That's where I get into the acts of service and the gift giving, because those are physical representations of how much you mean to me in a literal sense. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. I can show you on a specific scale of grandeur yeah. how important you are to me. I think, yeah, I completely understand that. And I don't know if if it's because I'm... <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I'm digressing as a human. And then other times I'm like, um, no, you've just evolutionized mm, in a different way. Yeah, I used to... And don't get me wrong. I love gift giving. But I know that my means for gift for the gift giving that I would want to do mm -hmm. are just not fucking there right now. I was literally, literally on Google until two o'clock in the morning the other night looking up, I'm not shitting you, the cost of at-home backyard ice skating rinks for Jordan for Christmas. What the f fuck? Yeah. Because she's, she came here. She's six. I un I. By the way, it's over $2,200. Um, and I even toyed with pay later. So, okay. Now we're getting into like a... Okay. Uh, and, so and like, this is... Like, that's just... We're doing this perfectly because it's leading into the big topic we wanted to. But... That, oh, my God. That's crazy to me. But... I understand. And like, yes. I literally had to talk my... I'm like, I love this fucking kid. I would kill for this kid. Kill or be killed yeah. for this kid. But will I have $500 taken out of my check I every cannot. two weeks? I would, but I cannot. I cannot afterpay $2,200. Yeah. I could. Re I could. I won't. Will I? No. Yeah. But I think that there becomes a point... I love gift giving. I really do. But I think I've moved in terms of my language, my love language towards other people. Mm -hmm. I think I have 100% moved into more of like a gift, like a mixture between gift giving slash quality time. Yeah. Like, like cooking dinner last night and knowing that like you and possibly Kaylee were going to come over and I'm like, oh, perfect. I can cook a very nice meal for mm -hmm. us. The house is all comfy cozy. I have my tree mm -hmm. up and I could and I could set up with a meal that quality time for right. us. Yeah. And so like my mind has had to pivot in terms of besides a few minutes of euphoria of giving somebody a gift, what can I do to extend that in terms of like an experience? Right. A true experience. Right. And I think that's, like, a hard one for a lot of people. Um, me and, you know, Evan. Evan, I think, is getting away from it a little bit, and mm -hmm. I wish he wouldn't. But me and Evan have talked about not doing gifts this year, and Evan has, like, put out hints for stuff. And I'm like, f f to, to, like, get me. Right. And I'm like, babe, we're not doing Christmas this year. Uh -huh. If I want something, I will buy it. I have two hundred close to $250 of my car plates coming up. Mm -hmm. Like, we just... It's fine. You know right. what I mean? And um, so, you know, and of course, opening a gift on Christmas is like wonderful, but it's not the end all be all right. of just like, 
you know, having a car that's up to date right. and no, you're and right. rent is paid right. and we're having an experience together. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm like, I as I'm getting older, I'm I'm learning gift giving in a very different, different way. way. Yeah. Like me and my friend Brooke, I talk about Brooke a lot in here. Love Brooke to death. Um her birthday was on the same day yours was and you I got you your crystal thing mm-hmm. um I'm not like huge into like quote, I guess quote unquote buying gifts anymore I'm like more into like experiences mm-hmm. um you know which whatever to each their own but um and then also I feel like as I've gotten older like the thought of like thinking of the perfect gift for somebody just stresses me the fuck mm-hmm. out absolutely um, it does like I thought for a good like day if your gift was good like mm-hmm. I was like oh my god like that's what exactly if these... how I get yeah. yeah and then and then I just completely shut down yeah um but like which I opened them all at, at the same time like two I ago. knew you were not going to be able I, to hold I, there out was for no self control I opened one I was doing it before bed <laughs> by the way and then one night I wanted I said, to open, open them all during the thing I know and then one night I said one isn't good enough and then I just ripped them all open. Which I knew you were going to do. That's that's and why then I wasn't was like, like, "Where's the box? Where's the calendar? You know that thing that your friend got you for your birthday? I want to <laughs> oh open God. one." I said, "Jordy, I already did," and she fucking stormed off. She was pissed well, at me. Jordy, go open a drawer, find something new. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. Mm. Um, but like for her birthday, I know that she really loves Brene Brown, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Okay, I'm already too late to like order something." Uh, super you, you know what I mean so I just right. got like a nice printout of one of the quotes and like put it in a thing for her Aww. and me and Brooke also do a thing like where if I go to the gas station I'll get her a little treat and then she'll bring me a sodi at work mm-hmm. sometimes and it's just like my love language in terms of gift giving is just the simple fact that somebody thought of me yes yeah, and that's really that's really what it truly is in the definition yes. of 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 uh, love language. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I had a fucking stroke there for a minute. That's fine. Um. Is that in that true definition? It is the the you just you just thought of them. You yeah. saw it and you said, "Oh my god, that book is perfect yes. for Nicole." Because like first when I like did that whole love love language thing and it came up that like. Um, my top two were gift giving and acts of service. I felt kind of bad. I was like, yeah, I could see why. Yeah, I, I was like, I'm not like a super materialistic person. Right. I just, I just like to know that somebody, you know, number one, see might see something and think of me, mm-hmm. and or does something that they know will help me. Right. So literally, both of them are doing something from thinking about yeah. me. Um. I I think my top three, my first one was quality time. Oh, God. Mine is, like, number... Qual, uh, quality time and touch are, like, my lowest ones. Touch is my last. Yeah. Um, I got, I'm, I, I'm filled with Lex approach to Brent. <laughs> like, don't... I have yeah. no feeling anywhere. And, uh, but my first one is quality time. Second one was acts of service. Third one was gift giving. Mm-hmm. Fourth one was uh, touch. Yeah. Um, and, oh, no, just kidding. Uh 
words of affirmation. Oh yeah. Um, you know, words of affirmation was not as high for it's me. It's not I very it high for me either. Um, yeah. Even though when TJ does tell me like the cutest lovey dovey. Oh, like, I love it. I cry. Yeah. Like I'm just like, oh my god, I'm love. Yeah. And but it's just it's not very high on my list. Yeah. But, like um, you just feel you feel guilty. Like you feel selfish. Yeah. And it's just. It is what it is, you know? Like, but that's not what that means. Like, yeah. it's the... I also, with the gift-giving, um, I collect... I have behind all of those pillows and sex pillow. Um, and... Adam <laughs> and Call us. <laughs> oh. Listen. Um, Big old bears. God. Um, <laughs> is a memory box. Yeah. A, a, I collect anything that I possibly can. You know, if it's something that you truly thought would, you know, I'll have it for the rest of my life until I forget, like, how did I obtain this? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and that's that's a way to build a memory yeah. with somebody. Is, yeah. is the thing that they, they found for you that they just... They just thought about, yeah. you know, like, oh, I, I saw this, you know, random spoon and, you know, mm-hmm. it's got flowers on it. And I thought of Kayla or something, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I'll have that for the rest of my life until it's all tarnished and gross and I'll put it in a memory box. Like, exactly. That's that's just, that's a feeling that you can look back on. That's something that's physical and, and, and you can remember those emotions and those, you know, that memory that comes with it. Yeah. I think that's something... That I also put emphasis on when gift giving. Yeah. Of, you know. Like, why am I giving this to you? Yeah. Yeah. And then there are, you know, certain people who the only way that they can show love is by giving. Mm -hmm. And that's a whole other end of the spectrum um, that is usually very unhealthy. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, clearly they're, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, not appetite, um, ability to show love is based off of truly giving, giving away something, something of theirs. Right. Whether um, that's their time, energy, uh, money. Yes. Like. Usually, usually money. Yeah. And that's where, you know, um, if li- the listeners don't know this, a huge cycle of domestic violence mm-hmm. comes through is, you know, I mean, God, we used to come home when we would, you know, I've talked about a little bit of my childhood when we would leave and then, you know, we would go right back. We would have a, a new puppy. Yeah. We would have um, a new car. Right. You know, so um, you kind of had to think about, and trust me, if you are a giver, like physical gift giving, <laughs> doesn't mean that you're an abuser right. just because, but, you know, those are certain signs to look out for in certain situations. Right. Um, how is somebody truly showing their love right. for you? Um, so gift giving, gift giving a.k.a. in the grand scheme of things, spending money. Kayla, what are we talking about today? Not spending $2,200 on um, an ice skating rink for a six-year-old just because she said, oh, I hope I get to go ice skating for the first time ever for my birthday in May. It's not realistic. Oh, my God. Okay. And see, by the tone of my my voice, my children will never have anything because I would (laughs) be like... Because I'd be... It's not your birthday. It's the day that I gave you. Yeah. 
I did the well, one. Well, and I would literally be like, well, maybe unless we celebrate your birthday the one time in December, that's probably not going to happen mm-hmm. because that's the reality. <laughs> so, yeah, I did. I stayed up till 2 o'clock and I questioned. I could, I could swing it. I could swing $2,200. Listen. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I had to put the phone away. I bet you I could pull it up now in my history. You you would be better to, like... I, like, built the thing. Like, there was, like, customization oh and everything. God. And I was like, oh, she's going to need, like, a little sitting box. So I, like, paid extra for the sitting box. Yeah. You would do better just to do a little mock birthday for her this month at the rink here in Valpo. Oh, that's that's a good idea. Oh, my God. And this is why she's listeners... she's never skated before. And then I started, think like, thinking out about, of like... The box. <laughs> But she's never skated before. Okay, and? So then I thought about, okay, well, maybe I'll pay for skating lessons, ice skating lessons. This is the only place within a 100-mile radius, basically, where she's at, of skating. They're not going to come up skating lessons or twice a week for three weeks. She's They're not going to come up here for, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. Oh, my God. It was a okay. whole thing. Okay. So, as I was driving, um, today I went to a bridal shower. And as I was driving, I... <laughs> I was like you know every other week so i get paid every two weeks my husband gets paid every week so every other week him and i will get paid we'll both get paid at the same time and then the week after that it's just him Mm -hmm. so we keep it a little bit more slim on those weekends well this past weekend was a weekend where he just got paid so there are it, it, it got me thinking of like how am i going to conserve gas for a few days you know what i mean because he he not only works away from home and you know gas is going down but it's still expensive you know and um so it made me think like what are some like the little tricks and things that like i do that are just solely something that i have thought about that i think helps me to save money and you know you could not be scrooges like me and kayla and just hate the idea of doing anything holiday and you can be somebody who loves to spend thousands of dollars on gifts every single year Good for you. Listen. I don't agree with you, and I'm sure a lot of that is on credit or afterpay. I'm not judging you, but what I'm saying is do the fuck better. <laughs> I I put myself in a fucking hole last year. I mean, yeah. I think I've put myself in a hole every single year, yeah. to be honest, because of that anxiety and yeah. because of that pressure that I have on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, don't recommend. Mm-hmm. This year, my mom was like, get everybody a tie-dye t-shirt. Like, do it yourself. Like, yeah. Like, you're great at it. You're very creative with it. You do great on them. Have TJ be a part of it. it you know what I mean? Like, it can be an experience for the both of you to yeah. do something together. Um, and, you know, do, you know, make something for Jordy because she'll keep it forever. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it was just trying to switch my own brain of how to gift give like you have you know like how how to make it meaningful in a different way yeah that's not monetary yeah um like when i think about like our little group of friends like closer to christmas i'm like like i talked about like let's do like an ornament night Mm -hmm. and like instead of like just like being like here i got you this like let's make a night and like you know eat food and make ornament like craft and Mm -hmm. like and that's like an experience for me and i'm sure that's like that's a bonding thing too like um it's so much more than you know um something monetary i mean yes of absolutely gift giving can absolutely be so i have everything that i keep is sentimental towards me you know what i mean um and 
I hope that the gifts that I've given others are feel the same way. You right. know, there's a reason I give those gifts the way that I do and, you know, those things that I pick out for each person. Um, and, but there's, there's something, something so much, so special about having that experience mm-hmm. Um, that emotional tie, the yeah. memory associated yeah. with it, um, and in the bonding that happens yeah. between the people involved. Yeah. Um, it, it's just so much, so much more special than here. I thought yeah. of you, like you know what I mean. Like I can yeah. definitely see that. I'm a very like, and I'll explain this after I say it. I'm I'm a very in the moment type of a person. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, granted, I do remember gifts that people have given me. Mm-hmm. But all of that for me is significant to the moment that we were in. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's not like... So, okay, let's just say, for instance, you know, my first Christmas with Evan, I can remember a couple of the gifts that he got mm-hmm. me. But what I remember is spending that time with his dad and his mom. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about the gifts that I got that year. That, for me, is a memory that I shared with his mother. Right. Who, you know, passed away Mm -hmm. less than a month after that. Um, And so, you know, I'm I'm very... That's why I'm not, like, me personally, like, going to a new place. I'm not a huge fan of, like, gift shops. I'm not a huge Mm -hmm. fan of, like, tchotchkes. Like, if you and I were to, like, ever go to, like, a new place together, like like, a truly, like, new place... It's hard for me to, like, just look at something and, like, move on. I have to, like, feel... I have to be in the moment for whatever we're experiencing. You know what I mean? So, like, I know that sounds kind of weird, but, you know, last night, like, when you guys came over for dinner, you Mm -hmm. know, if we were to do, like, quote-unquote, like, gifts that night... I wouldn't have given a shit about the gifts. I just know that, like, I was hosting you guys and you were comfortable at my home and we were having, like, a friendship moment and, like, you know... It's the emotions. It's It's, the emotional attachment to something. And, like, I covered you guys up like my babies because I wanted you to be comfortable (laughs) in my home Mm -hmm. and, like, to make sure that you felt that way and, you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. So, and I know a lot of people aren't like that and that's totally fine. Um, but I think when you're poor, you have to find ways that's, listen, to experience I am poor. joy. I know. Listen, that's, that's true. And I think that's a great way um, to look at it because it's just, it's so easy to get caught up in the, you know, in the in the rush of it all. Yeah. Um, just to get lost in it. And yeah. it's so hard to find your footing afterwards. Yeah. You know, I mean, God... I'm trying to think back to last year. I can't even tell you. I can tell you I spent probably about $1,600 or more. It's fucking nuts. But There's I can't just, tell you oh one God. fucking gift that I got anybody. Yeah. But it meant so much to me in the moment of, of oh my gosh, they're going to love this. This yeah. is perfect for them. Yeah. They probably and don't even have it you now. Know what? Let's like talk about something else really quick that just popped into my mind. And I'm sure that this will be a light bulb for so many other people. <laughs> We live in a immense consumer mm. culture. You are frying your brain to buy the best next thing for somebody when all we do is buy for ourselves. Mm, that's true. So it's like 
why are we putting so much time, energy, money, effort into like the perfect materialistic set of gifts for people when, you know, gift giving is very different than it was even 30 years ago. Right. Like people were buying Christmas gifts in the past to to like help somebody out in a certain way if somebody gets me a christmas gift now i'm like are you paying for a bill (laughs) are you giving me socks Mm -hmm. are you putting gas in my car and don't get me wrong like i'm not gonna shy away from like a little gift like i'm not saying that but it's like there's so much other things that like our money needs to go to now because we live in such a consumer cultured society now that it's like we're constantly spending money anyways Mm. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and maybe that's just a me thing because, like, I think about years ago, and, you know, this will be a thing forever when you're thinking about what to get somebody for something, but it's like, you just kind of get into this frenzy of, like, what am I going to get? What's the perfect gift? And it's like, what the fuck? These people have spent all year buying for themselves, as they should. So, it's like... We're putting ourselves in this huge dilemma of a gift giving and right. spending money when it's like, that's not the society that we live in. Everybody has access to the same products. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like, somebody's like, oh, I was in California over the summer and I found this perfect gift for you. Guess what? I can get on Amazon now and find that same (laughs) thing and send it to myself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that there's nothing special in certain things, but it's like, I understand why people completely disown the holidays at a certain point. Right. And I get, and I think we can go back to, you know, how your dad feels usually and, um... I think yeah, my dad doesn't get premise. Yeah, my of, dad doesn't get gifts for anybody. And I don't, <laughs> and I don't. It, it doesn't fucking bother me, right? Like, I mean, this just I understand where he's coming from. You know, just the whole premise and pretense of yeah of the stress, and you know, it's not about you know going out of your way and doing something nice for somebody. That's not yeah. unless that's what you make it. Yeah. Um. It just just having that you know like. Like what they say about Valentine's Day. Like, you know, why can't we celebrate this kind of love every single day? Or, you know, like, why does it have to be one commercial holiday where people are making millions and millions of dollars off of the fact that men feel guilty to go buy something? Because Um, they don't truly appreciate the people in their lives every single day. Like, that's what it really comes yeah. down to. And I'm not, like, we're not taking any away from, you know, taking anything away from parents with young kids. And, you know, like, they're still, like... No, not at all. I mean, everybody's you as want... jaded as you and I. <laughs> Listen, healthy home, where's that? Um, and I think, you know, for being an, an aunt, the minute she was born, it stopped being about yeah. materialistic gifts. Any time of the year. Yeah. It, 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 from the minute, from the minute that girl breathed air, it's, it's, it's just, everything is so important to show her, to have, for her to have. Yeah. For me. You know what I mean? It's, it's, she knows that I love her, like, no, like, the depth of no other. Yeah. I've had, I've had multiple psychics tell me that, and I still have that anxiety of does she know yeah is it evident you know what i mean yeah. so like and i and then i think to myself okay well if i'm having that second guess of a 6 year old 
you know, then that becomes like a whole nother mental thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's just, it's hard to get yourself out of that yeah. headspace. It's very difficult. And I think that, oh man, and I, I, I hate continuing to bring this up, but I, I think that for so many people around, I don't know, I would say, you know, 25 to let's say 40, you know, going through COVID for the past almost three years, you are out of your mind if it hasn't changed your perception on life mm-hmm. in one way or another. Right. You're absolutely right. Um, I just, I, I was always very much a feeler. Um, whether I wanted to be or not, but COVID in living in this world of like just fear. Yeah, we were living in a f- world of fear for you know two years and still to a certain extent, but um, it truly changes your mind the way that you view life. And for me, it's like. I don't need you to spend your whole paycheck to show me that you love me. Now, don't get me wrong. I have certain days where I'm a motherfucking material girl. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to, like, spend money, spend yeah. money, spend money, spend money. Um, and if you ask my husband, I do. But I do not. <laughs> um, I spend my money on too much groceries. I spend my money... Like, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm not going out and buying, like... Not new s- boots and... Y- y- yeah. Right, right. Um, well, Prada this, purses and yeah. Well, this yeah. sweater was new. I got this one. It, it is very nice. soft, and it's very soft. We're doing it. Toward fifty percent off <laughs> uh, with twenty dollars off, so it was only like thirty bucks. Wow. Um. So, you know, you you kind of have to remove yourself from yourself, and we have said this now for the past few episodes, but there's a truth in it. You have to remove yourself from the, the from the reality that you think that you know, and you have to take away all the pretenses that you think that people have about you right. and the space that you hold in their life or 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 in this world. Yeah. Or in this world. Um, because guess what? Buying gifts and doing all this crazy stuff, and this doesn't even have to go for like the the holiday season. It it, it can be used for anything. But shit, buyer's remorse is real is real listen you ain't gotta tell me shopping is therapy yeah i spent 20 dollars at dollar tree last night oh, that's fucking listen if you're gonna spend money anywhere make it dollar tree because yeah. you can get a lot I of got, shit like, six for, bags for, of stuff yeah you can it's yeah. it's a lot of the listen a lot of the times um like all of my christmas decor that was it's a dollar tree it's dollar it's dollar yeah. 25 tree dollar 25 tree but then now evan and i are talking about today like okay i have to put this amount of gas in my car you mm-hmm. get paid on wednesday don't get me wrong i said my bought was worth it uh-huh. <laughs> the stuff i bought wasn't worth mm-hmm. it <laughs> but you know what does it all mean in the end um okay so this you know we keep trying to turn into the conversation that we that we want to go into but kayla what are some as a 28-year-old woman living mm-hmm. on your own, what are some money-saving, like, of yours truly that you are like, this works for, no matter how weird it is, mm, Okay, um, that you implement in your day-to-day life? So, I was very fortunate um, 
of going back home to my parents' house after graduating college. Yeah. I know a lot of a lot of um, adults returning back home after college. That's very normal. Um, I did too. And I was a fresh. I was a fresh fresh adult i felt like you know like i was like oh i have an actual i have a real grown-up adult job being a social worker i'm going into people's lives and like i'm 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 making a difference in their lives good or bad right um i was making more money than i had ever made at the time and i didn't have any bills and um so i returned home in august by december I had over ten thousand dollars saved up. Oh, wow! Um, I did not do that. When so, I then, <laughs> so then, so then, in December, I got my car, and then by April, I moved out. Yeah. Um, and then I furnished my home with my entire savings account. Yeah. Um, don't recommend that. But here's how I saved that ten thousand dollars with. But then again, also mind you, disclaimer: I didn't have bills at the time. Yeah. I was living with my parents. Right. Yeah. However, I still find that this works real well. Okay. Um, so I don't have a great relationship with money. I never did. No. Um, my parents really didn't. No. Um, it was just the environment that I was raised in. Yeah. Money is the root of all evil. I don't yeah. like talking about money. I don't like dealing with yeah. money. Um, but so I either go 180 on being very heavily frugal yeah. and not spending a single dime unless totally. I absolutely have to because it's an emergency situation. I'm very bipolar with my finances. Or I do the other 180 and I'm spending $100 a day for four months straight. Yeah. Um, so during this time, I knew that I was not in an environment that I wanted to be in, that I needed to get out, and I was determined to do those things. Yeah. So, what did I do? I did the the negative 180, right? Um, and I, every, what I did was, um, I would, I got paid every other week. And what I would make that first week that I was paid, I would pay the bills that I need to right then and there that same day. And then what I, and then I would get paid two weeks later right? What I didn't spend in between those two weeks went straight into my account because I didn't need it. Hmm. Okay. So then that second paycheck that I would get, it would just be that one paycheck, pay the bill that I needed to pay, mm -hmm. which was my credit card at the time, right? Which was maybe $100. Um, so I would pay that and then I would get, then I could spend what I needed, whatever I wanted to spend in that week and a half about two week time frame i'd get my next paycheck what i didn't spend between that second paycheck and that third paycheck mm. put it into savings because i wasn't using it and then mm. it would just continuously build up and build up and build up and that's yeah. how i saved ten thousand dollars damn that's like a really good hmm okay so that's so i actually like that way but so what are your like little things now that you do to stretch out your money? Oh, I haven't gone grocery shopping in a month and a half. Well, that's... Uh, um, okay. That's... <laughs> do whatever grocery shopping that I really, truly need to do at the Dollar Twenty Five Tree. <sighs> yeah. Um, I really, really, really needed coffee, so I spent $1.25 on Colombian espresso at Dollar, at Dollar Tree. Yeah. Um, I need milk, so I'll probably go to Dollar Tree. Uh... So like it's just, and and let's like say like I that's the reality that is of, the reality like 
Like we're we're right now bringing a normalcy to quote unquote adults with college college degrees who live on their own who you know everybody is not a Instagram TikTok person and uh, trust me motherfuckers all that shit either goes on credit or afterpay no shit okay um I'm currently working with my great aunt um she is uh a healthcare administrator, so she runs a hospital. She has for many, many, many years. That's been her career since I was a kid. Um, but she has um, accounting history, mm-hmm. and I reached out to her because I know that I need help. Um, so I reached out to her because I knew that I needed help, and um, she was like, "Listen, like, if you really, if you really want." to do this like you need to be a hundred percent honest and I think that has been the hardest part for me yeah is because I'm a being telling somebody about what my true finances are yeah not just glossing over you know what I mean like oh well I'll spend here and there like no I spend a lot everywhere yeah um and I think um just like you said, you know, being a, an educated woman, I have a degree. I I have college, you know, college debt. Yeah. You know, and being an adult, I live on my own. Like, it's just, it's so, it's humbling. It's yeah. real humbling. Oh, yeah. You know, and we, we see these influencers mm-hmm. everywhere, right? Everywhere we look, somebody is doing something, right? Um, and... It's just hard to to not be like um like compare yourself. Of course. And compare, you know, where you are, like where I am personally as a 28-year-old woman, like I I feel like I I'm no like I if I were to compare myself to an adult, I'm a child. I am yeah. infant. I I feel like I'm going through things that I should have been going through when I was 23. Does that make any sense? It it like it I does, feel like but I feel like if I would have learned this lesson five years ago, I wouldn't. Obviously, I wouldn't be where I am, but I might yeah. be because you know I have uh, sub- subconscious tendencies to self sabotage. So I mean, yeah. that's just that's that's something that's very hard for me to not look back at. And also very difficult for me to look forward to. Yeah. Because then I'm like, okay, well, previously, you know, when I, when I had a, uh, I was very determined to be out on my own and, you know, handle the finances that I have, how I, how I was. And I, and it's just, it's hard to, um... To not have that anxiety of the could be, should be's, would I, could I, you know what I mean? In in terms of finances, when you see everybody, you know, having the car of their dreams Mm -hmm. or the house of your dreams or, you know, experiencing those, those vacations and, you know. Exactly. Which, by the way, they probably are all on credit on Afterpay because now you can do that. Cause now you if can I could go that. to fucking Bora Bora on Afterpay, gone. Um, I got me and Evan's Jelly Roll tickets on, on Afterpay. Afterpay. Yeah, you did. So the concert is over, but we will be paying yeah. for that for another two weeks. And <laughs> I really wish... So there's... I'm sure you've heard of it. There's a grocery app called Flip. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to compare... In theory, it compares that week's 
that like the stores that you select their week's ads. Okay. Okay, so that you can quote unquote flip through the ads. Oh, okay. And find and, the best and find the best deals. Not real. Okay. The theory is great. That's exactly what I want in in that kind of app. Um, but it makes you work for it and you shouldn't fucking have to. Um, I want to press a button and I want the algorithm to do the work for me mm-hmm. and tell me where the best priced apples are. Yeah. I'm not gonna go through it's every no different single than going ad. through every single website and right. searching for it. Right. I don't want to do that. Right. So I will continue to not go grocery shopping until an app like that comes out. Well, you should create it then. Well, this is me patenting it. If I find it, I'm going to kill you <laughs> or we can be partners. All right? 50-50. 75, whatever. Whatever. 75-25. Yeah. Um, I think that those are... I think that that's really awesome how you did the $10,000 before. Um it's not realistic with me right now, though. No, of course. Because, I mean, I'm in the red right now trying to catch up on things because life is life. Right. Life happens. I know. However, I do know that if and when, hopefully when, I get green again, I can go back to doing that because I was yeah. really good at doing those yeah. things yeah. when I held myself accountable. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I have difficulty saying no to is experiences. You want to go out to eat? Fuck yeah, I want to go out to eat. Where exactly. are we going? New I'm, place? New place. Exact. Um, I, you know, we, you want to go... Me and Evan would probably be thousandaires. If not, not millionaires, friends. <laughs> thousandaires. Same. Um, if I didn't feel a joy about going out to dinner with friends. Yeah, it's just... It's an, it's the experience. It's the... Uh, spending time, time together. together having a drink. Good food. Good company. Yeah. The, the ambiance. The environment. The feeling that the yeah. restaurant gives. Exactly. It's workers. The connection you have with the server. It's, it's an experience. Yeah. Um, my aunt, who I'm working with about my budgeting, she was like, you only pay $100 a month on groceries. I I was like, yeah, because I don't eat at home. Like, but I'll tell you right now, I probably pay about $200 a month on experiences, going out, fast food, all of it. We should do um, no spend January. I love that. I've actually seen a bunch of that stuff on TikTok. Yeah. It's like... A green day is a is the day you didn't yeah. spend anything. A so, red day is something that you had to pay for. So I I bring a, a little bit of a different take to this because I am married mm-hmm. and that is a whole other motherfucking ball field. Um, Listen, if I had two incomes, that's what you think. Listen, but guess what? When you have two incomes, you almost have double the amount of debt. That's true. So there are two people with income, but unless whoever your partner is has no baggage in those terms, you're bringing two times the debt also. That's true. So uh, that's the box where... above you um, is a box of uh, rarely used socks. Um, I created a sniffer account. Oh, you should do it. I'm probably going to. You should do it. That's also my tip. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah. But yeah, that was... That's my second income. That's going to be my second income. Well, soon. hello, sex sells. Um, so do food picks, people. So do they do. Um, so, so my experiences, and I did the thing too, where I lived at home after college with my big girl job, 
And embarrassing as it is, I I did not save $10,000. I did not save $1,000. Um, I lived my motherfucking life. <laughs> and guess what? It bit me in the ass uh, while getting married and leaving home officially. So well. that is a tip I can give. Um, but money has always been a very interesting subject for me because growing up we had money and we didn't have money. Um, and that's like, I think that's something that people go through more than they don't. Mm -hmm. Um, so, but I, when I was single, I used to do a lot of like the no spend days also, Mm -hmm. but then I would have to catch myself because then I'd be like, oh, you know, on, on the spend day, you can't spend twice as much as you normally would just because, you know what I mean? But, um... You know, our situation, me and Evan's situation, is a little bit different. Um, we spend a lot in gas. A lot of well, money in gas. Well, yeah, that's um, comes he, with the territory, yeah, you know? He works out of town. Um, he and lives even, out of town, He lives basically. out of town. And even from his dad's, his job is like 35 minutes. So we spend a lot. You know, together, Evan and I make very decent money. Mm-hmm. Um, but the difficulty comes in with the trying to pay our debts off, no matter how little they are, on top of the requirement of just living life. Yeah. Gas, rent, electricity, and those are all real things. So a couple of things that I do for myself to save money, gas is always a big one. It's a little bit more difficult now because we're getting, you know, into winter. Something that I do is I don't use my heat in my car. Um... Nicole. I know. But listen, you're not listening to me. Oh, I hear. I hear very well. So something that I do is I I don't use my heat. And I'm already like a very, I don't like having the heat on too high anyways. Mm, I hate heat on my face. I hate being hot. So I'm somebody who could do something like that. But what I do is, so my windows don't fog up, is I turn on my heat and I blast it all the way high. And then I turn it off. And what that does is, (laughs) Mm -hmm. when you're getting up to a certain speed, the air is blowing as the temp that you set it to. Okay. So, for the fogging up of the windows and doing that. Now, of course I can't do that in the middle of January. Right. But, like, on a 45-degree day like today, where where I felt fine temperature-wise, the only thing I needed to do was defrost my windows... I'm just going to not turn the heat on, and I'm just going to blast it up, and my car moves to filter the heat. <laughs> you know, I'd really like to see this done on a scientific study level. Um, you, do you think that I'm the only person in the world who does this? No, but I'd like to see scientific proof that it works, that you're actually saving. But when you run your heat in your air, it, it lowers your gas. Are you sure? Yes! Because... Are you sure? Look it up. Look it up. Look it up. We're going to look it up. Oh, God. Does... Does... Running... Does running your heat in your car use gas? Help me, Google. Oh, that says keys. Hang on. Can you pump gas with a key? Heat. (laughs) Indirectly. Um... Only because that your heating system is part of the engine. Yes. Um, so it's... It indirectly requires gas, but it does not impact fuel efic- efficiency the same way that your AC does. 
Okay, so guess what? Use I'm your fucking heat not, when you're cold, bro. I'm still not running my air. That's fine. I told the, you that the assignment was what are your your own personal tips and tricks. Yeah. This is mine. Make it make sense first. It makes sense to me. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, that's where we're at today. <laughs> and I clearly said that, of course, I can't do that through the cold winter. Mm. I do it when I'm like, you know what? I'm a little bit lower on gas. I don't feel like getting any today or I get paid tomorrow. So this is how I'm just going to make it from point A to point B. Okay. This is not like a long term solution. Okay. Guys, she's judging me. <laughs> I do it in a lovingly way. I'm not like like um, it just sounds like a conspiracy theory to me. That sounds like more of a conspiracy theory to you than the reaction to Helen Keller. Correct. That I gave you. Right. I call fucking bullshit on that. <laughs> I can't listen, I don't I don't make the rules. Um, you do make the rules on what you choose to judge and what you don't. I'm talking about living on the struggle bus as a, as a millennial in this dying country. And listener, she is judging me. Listen, letting you know, um, you know that dollar, that dollar can of heat that you put in your car so that your lines don't freeze in the dead ass of winter? New cars don't need that. Okay. Yours isn't new. Um, uh, it's a 2019 Okay, uh, that's a dollar that I bought at the end of two thousand nineteen. you know, so from personal it's, experience, so it's that your car will run on that. My car run? Oh, as gas? Correct. What? No, it doesn't. Yes. Oh, because you're putting it into your gas, gas tank. tank. Correct. And it's all that is is just a higher level of gas. What the fuck? No, there's no way. Yeah. There's no. <sighs> it's Google. straight ethanol. Can your car run on heat? Heat. You shouldn't, but it can. Done it. Sure, but it won't do much. Correct. Yeah, here, here's the thing. In modern cars, a coolant that keeps the engine cool and dumps the heat in the radiator. If you turn the heat on, there's a... Ra okay. That's wait. heat. That's different. Oh, wait. That's different. No, it's H-E-E-T, right? Right. Let's see. I am very... Uh, this, I call this a conspiracy theory. <sighs> <laughs> Listen, I don't make the rules. But I do know that. It's not saying anything. It's not saying anything. That's on Google, not on me. How... <laughs> Too much heat in gas tank. How long does it take for heat to work? I just don't understand how that could work. Because it's ethanol. Who, where did you learn this? My dad. In, in, because I've done it. On heat and not gas. Gas is, no, not heat, heat. <laughs> Okay, I'm done. We don't believe each other, and that's, that's fine. fine. That's fine. <laughs> so another one that I use, and I know that a lot of people are not into this, which I think that you... I'm just going to be honest. Sorry, that, that was... Did you My fart? door. Oh. Oh. Um, it drives me fucking crazy when people are like, I don't eat, I don't eat leftovers. And I'm like, do, do you eat leftovers? Not often, do you? 
I give you food to take home I all eat, the time. I eat given leftovers, but if I make it, a very rare chance that I will eat it. Why? Tell no. me why. I can't tell you why. It's just a thing that happens. It's just a thing. So when I was here that one time and you cooked that whole roast in that crock pot, you ate that that one night. No, because that was a lot of food and it was expensive to make because the roast was expensive and it was very good. So I ate that for like three days. Okay. Well, then you do eat leftovers. That one time I did. Yeah. There are people who I'm telling don't you, rarely eat leftovers do I whatsoever. Ever eat leftovers. So this is not the leftovers conversation. This is the <laughs> recycling of leftovers. Okay. What's the, the difference? The recycling of leftovers. That is taking your leftovers, whatever they may be, and turning it into a different meal. Mm. If you have your staples, if you have your rice, if you have your pasta, if you have your onion, if you have your bell pepper, which in my house, I always have some kind of onion. I always have some kind of bell pepper. Um, sometimes it's cooked. Sometimes it's not. I always mm -hmm. have some sort of pasta. I always have some sort of rice. What leftovers are you using to turn into something else? Hmm. So like, my husband is not big on this one. Granted, he's not home a lot. So, and I could truly say that there are certain uh, money-saving tips that I do to help us out more to benefit him because mm -hmm. he's on the road more, which is whatever. So, like, if I have leftover meat, if I have a chicken is a huge one. Yeah. If I make, pull like, pola sausage, if I make hot dogs for something, mm -hmm. like, how other, like, what is another way that I can use that meat to, because... Uh, clearly the way that it's sitting i probably don't want it at this right. point but how can i incorporate it into something else yeah. um chicken is a huge one um quesadillas yeah take chicken turn it into quesadillas pull a sausage is one that one usually goes pretty quick in our house because we love a good sausage mm -hmm. um do it with some veggies and some cabbage and you have a whole meal like that. Put it over some rice. You're done. Stir frying stuff is huge. That's why I brought up the peppers and the onions. Yeah. If you have rice if you need, and you had peppers and onions, have a little like, uh, you know, stash of like mushrooms that you haven't used or something like that, you can make a stir fry out mm. of fucking anything. Okay. That one is a huge one also. And um, I'm a bad with this too, but I know people who are even way worse when you throw away your produce when it starts to get a little bad. Yeah. The thing, the one thing with pro produce, I w will always, I don't care, is when, uh, like, lunch meat starts to smell funky. I, I won't even, or it gets, like, real slimy. That's not... Is that produce? I'm talking about, like, fruits and veggies. Oh, then, yeah, that's produce. That would yeah. be deli. That's deli. Um, produce, usually... No, I'm, I'm not talking about shit that, like, is clearly going to make you sick. I'm talking about, like, you know, your peppers or your onions start to get a little bit soft. Like you Then I use them right away. Yeah, yeah, right. But, like, stuff like that, if you cook it and you're cooking it... It doesn't matter anyway. It doesn't matter anyways. Unless there's, like, visible mold on it. Which, in a lot of stuff, you could just cut that right off. Mm, mold spores grow. They do, but once again, as you cook it, as you heat it and you're cooking something... You're usually cooking the bacteria out of something. Usually does not equal 100%. That is true. And a lot of people are deathly allergic to, uh, to uh, mold like that. My dad is. Hmm. Wow. Your daddy's just bringing a lot of advice into this conversation yeah. today. Thanks, Daddy Guyberson. 
Um, so don't be afraid to like think outside the box when it comes to your meals. Um, there's a lot of time like when it's the night before or the day before payday, I'm like, okay, I have ramen noodles. I have some chicken in the freezer. Um, I have eggs. There's some mushrooms. I'm like, I'm going to make a ramen bowl. Mm. And you're using the stuff that you have, which then takes up space for your next grocery trip. Another tip that I use is like when you go grocery shopping, if you have the means to always pick up like a extra couple of cans of like veggies mm -hmm. or like food. Yeah. So then like when you're in those times of like, okay, you know, payday is tomorrow or a couple of days. What can I make tonight? If you have corn, if you have beans, if you have potatoes, if you have tomatoes, um, and always, if you're somebody, like, who lives by yourself, you're a little bit different because you work at home, too. When I'm cooking for myself at home, and even on the weekends mm -hmm. when Evan is home, I always make more for lunch the next day. I do not eat out for lunch. People mm -hmm. waste so every, I would say maybe once a month. I will also, for me, that's because if I leave work, I'm not going to want to come back. Well. That's fair. It has that one really doesn't have a lot to do with money. That one has to do with like <laughs> I'm not I don't going back to work. Yeah. Um that one is big. Um another one for me. Hmm. I'm trying to think like a couple of other ones. Oh, another one I learned recently and I learned it on TikTok. Um vampire electricity. What the fuck and, is that? Oh, I was farting a little bit while I was sitting like that, so it might stink. Thanks for the warning. <laughs> Glad we have it on recording. Of course. Of course. Um, I was holding it in last night when we were watching the show, and I don't know why I did that, because I got such a bad belly. I was, we were at my house. Like, what the fuck? You should have told us to leave. I know. Hold on. I'm going to fart right now. <laughs> that was a good fart, too. If I start gagging, you know why. <laughs> Oh, I'm so glad that was recorded. <laughs> um, Evan is going to lose his mind mm -hmm. when he hears that one. If he still listens. If he still listens. Um, Evan gave us a lot of constructive criticism when we talked over Friendsgiving. Um, <laughs> is vampire electricity. Okay. So, and once again, I don't know the truth behind a lot of this stuff, but I did notice a little bit of a difference in my electricity bill the past couple of months is unplugging even if something is turned off. Okay. Because it's still siphoning some sort of electricity to be ready to turn on. Right. So, like, some things that I would normally just keep plugged in all the time is, like, my uh, phone charger and Apple Watch that are in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. I'm not using that all day, every day. Right. So when I grab my watch in the morning, I just unplug it completely. Um, my coffee maker, I unplug it. Really? I don't use it every day. Wow. Um, certain lamps that we don't mm -hmm. use all the time, that it's just like, it, it's not hard to plug. I'm not having to move furniture to plug shit back True. in. Um, and I have noticed a little bit of a difference in our electricity, which is a huge one over the winter and Christmas, because like, if you're plugging in your Christmas tree and you're doing all that stuff, like, oh, yeah, put it on a timer. Yeah. Put it on a timer. Yeah. Um, unplug, unplug it, it if you remember to. Like right before bed. Yeah. Right. I usually try to unplug all that stuff right before I leave in the morning for work. So then like, there's a solid nine hours of like, not a lot of electricity mm -hmm. moving through my house. Right. 
um, you know, when winter's here, I mean, you're turning on your heat more, mm -hmm. and... I didn't turn on my heat until it got down to 19 degrees. Ugh. I had, I was literally sitting on my couch with six blankets on. And I, I mean, but I'm also, like you said, um, I'm a... I am like a chameleon. Yeah. Like I am my dad my parents have always said that I'm cold blooded because like I adapt to heat yeah. rather quickly yeah, in I, the cold. Oh my god. Yeah. I um Evan is always cold. And I'm mm. like, turn this fucking heat off. Like, I, I'm like right now, I'm comfortable, but my toes are freezing. Oh, I'm very comfy right now. Um, we I'm, could even like crack a window, and I would be okay. I would if I put on like a socks and slippers. Yeah. Um, and then. So like I can I can deal with that. Here's my thing though. I really fucking hate that we have to do these things. I really truly hate that we have to yeah. think in a survival tactic way every single day of our fucking lives. Yeah. That is so I don't think a lot of people realize how truly traumatizing that is. Yeah. That is such a tra traumatic reaction to the life that we're living in, to the to the world that we're in. You know what I mean? Because yes, and I'm not saying traumatized in a flowery flowery way. No, I'm saying no. it very literally of living in the mental space of true survival day in and day out is horrible for your mental health. It 100% is, but tell I'm me, going I mean, to like, tell me why I I cannot take a bath. Tell me why. Because I don't know how the fuck to relax. Because I'm constantly thinking of financial shit. Always. Because there's always... There's, there is a, there is a ball to drop every single day. There is another shoe every single day. Until you know that you are in a comfortable enough position to be comfortable. To be relaxed. To feel safe. And even in that situation, will I still be in that mindset of, well, I've been there before. Yeah. How am I going to keep myself out of that situation? It's so hard to realistically to save in today's society. In yeah. in the consumerism yeah. because world we, that we have live bills in. Especially with that, inflation now. That they didn't have which is a fucking scam in its own. 20 years ago. No. No. None. Um, we have responsibilities and we have money going towards things that was never even a thought even 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. But I, I will counter what you are saying with this, this, that feeling is not new to mankind. No, I guess you're right. It's not. I mean, if we're thinking but back to... that makes to, me even more angry. Yes, but it shouldn't make you angry because... It was a different stress of survival. If you think about people hundreds of years ago where electricity was not a thing, and you know, and I'm talking way back, clearly, but what would they, those people felt that same stress when they didn't have firewood to get through the winter. When, when they couldn't afford gas or, you know, oil for their lamps. It's, it, and I hate to say this, and it's not to like. No, you're right. It is not to put down somebody's stress. It's never to do that. And I think that this is where you and I differ in a lot of ways. Like, um, we're watching Wednesday right now. Like, me, Kayla, and Kaylee are watching mm -hmm. Wednesday right now. And Kaylee was like, Kayla, you're Wednesday. And Nicole, you're Enid. Like, if you if you guys have watched that, it's, it makes sense. Um, but it's like, it's 
it's never a point to put down somebody's fears or stressors, but it's to say this is not unique to you or humankind. Right. And we all still survive. Right. And I, I 100% agree. My argument is it should never be like that. Yeah. And it, uh, right. But where it was... Because there are three individuals in this on this entire planet that can solve every person's fucking issue with a sign of a fucking dotted line. Putin, Jesus, Jesus. and Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos is definitely one of those. <laughs> Why are we talking about Elon Musk? We're getting towards the end of the podcast. I don't want to bring him up. Wow. <laughs> Everything's on fire. That's all I know. Yeah, Twitter, dunzo. Dunzo. He is $44 billion in the hole. Well, that's on him. Yeah. Again, he signed the wrong dotted line. Right. But me and Evan The dotted line these... he should have signed was to Kayla Guyberson and Nicole Casella. Nobody else. <laughs> I mean, everybody else. But definitely not fucking Twitter. Right. Okay? So, fill my Venmo. Where's my money? Yeah. Like, why am because I... Because my, me, my me ideas... Just, just had this convo. Like, why... Why do we pay the same amount of taxes as Elon Musk? Right. Well, they pay taxes. Well, it's on a... Okay. Why are they paying the same amount we are? Yeah, And vice versa. Exactly. So, yeah. That was my argument, is that it should never... It should never have to get like this. It should... It should never. And I'm sure people hundreds of years ago... Yeah. ...had the same thoughts of, like... You know, theirs were more environmental. And it's, once again, and it's not to be like, oh, you know. It's not to gloss over their feelings. Everything is validated. No, everything is totally validated. And I think that's just, like, the different, like, I think your positive spin is your ancestors made it. Right? Yeah. You're still surviving. You're still... And that's not, like, the best argument ever. But I, I always have this thing in my mind of, like, I could be homeless. I could... Yeah. I could not have a home. Me and Evan could not have a mm-hmm. home. Um, you know, I I could have no prospect of money to my name. Mm-hmm. I could not know where my next meal was going to come from. Right. None of those things have been and most likely will never be on my list of worries. I hope not. Yeah, I, I pray right. that that never happens to me. And either to you, yeah. Because I know that both of I, bo- both of us, can name and count many people who have those difficulties yeah. every single day. Um. So we're at about an hour and a half. I know we wanted to said we wanted to keep it there. Um. Any other uh, tips and tricks? Whether you think they're conspiracy theories or <laughs> not, I'd still fucking support you. Whatever. Um. Heat in your house, um, especially when you're not home. What Keep do it mean? down. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, not like not like the gas that you can run on your car. No, 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 yeah. no. That was a big one. Um, when uh, when I was in high school, my mom was like, "Why is our gas so high?" Blah blah. blah. And like somebody had to like come fix the furnace mm-hmm. or something. And he was like, "It's because you keep moving it up and down. Yeah. Leave it on one setting for a long period of time, so that you're 
your system is never having to catch up or go down right. with itself. Um, I found that my, that at least right now, recently, I know with, um, my house is not very well insulated. My windows are very oh old. God. You have felt how cold our bedroom is. Yes. Um, my unbearable. windows are very old anyways. Yeah. Um, they all need to be resealed. Um, so at least for the last week or two, I've noticed that my, that my house's natural temperature inside yeah. is about 65 degrees. I yeah. can live with that. My heat is off right now and it's, it's, it's easily nice. 66 degrees in here. Yeah. Um, there are my my, our safe, our safety nook is mm -hmm. a little chillier because it's, there's, there's one single window. Right. Um, and it's right against the outside. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it, it's a, there's, there's a natural, um, digression and degree here. Um, but in my living room, in my kitchen, my stove is range. So yeah. it's on technically all the time. Yeah. Um, so, so my kitchen is naturally warmer than the rest of my house. Yeah. And on the opposite side of my kitchen wall is my thermostat. Mm -hmm. So when I'm cooking, oh when God. I'm baking, when I make a pizza, what do I do after I turn my yeah. oven off? I leave the door open. That's yeah. free fucking heat. I mean, it's yeah. not free. I still pay for it. But, I mean, that's... that's It's circulating. My exactly. my ceiling fans are always on. Yeah. They're on 365, 24-7. Yeah. Um, and I simply just make sure that you switch them to um, raise the... To... Because uh, heat rises. Mm -hmm. So... Um, it moves the air them, around. Yeah. Move the air around. Make yeah. sure that you have really good circulation. Um, because that's also going to keep the temperature in your house down. You're going to shit your pants. I might have to poop. I don't know. <laughs> I just farted again. But you guys um, didn't hear it. So that's, that's the other thing. Um, um, going back to your... Uh, meal thing um with leftovers i am and i've always been this way i don't typically um i don't cook for myself mm -hmm. i don't make meals um but i know that with uh, me being in the red right now i'll eat anything <laughs> i will literally eat anything as a meal you know what i had as a meal the other day um check mix you know as long as you're full I mean, it wasn't even, it wasn't even the fact that I was full. It was yeah. the fact that I had nutrients. There was yeah. something in my stomach. I wasn't hungry. I wasn't starving. Yeah. I can realistically When I lost, chill. like, a whole bunch of weight years ago, I, I remember thinking, which it is a good way to think instinctually. Mm -hmm. um, I would, I would eat a couple of boiled eggs and an apple or, you know, whatever. And while it wasn't quote unquote what I wanted to eat, I, I was still full. Yeah. There were no cravings. There's there's energy in your tank. You know, yeah. there's sustenance. Exactly. Your brain is getting nutrients. That's literally all that matters at that point. Right. Um, sorry, I've got fucking hiccups now. Ugh. Um, and that's honestly, when I do go grocery shopping, that's probably what I will focus Basics. on is Basics. I'm going to be doing literally necessities, yeah. eggs, maybe some butter, like bread, you know, pasta, those kinds of things, yeah. things that are A, cheap, rice. B, Holy filling, shit. and C, you can make a lot yeah. out of a little. I was, rice, I'm telling you, get, and don't get white rice, get Jasmine rice. I love jasmine rice. And it, that it's rice... It's a little more expensive. ...will take you so fucking but far usually, in a meal. If you, um, if you go to a, um, like, a, a, a Mexican ingredient yeah. store, um, you can buy it by the bag for, like, yeah. 87 cents. Yeah. Um, dollar, dollar Tree, Dollar General, um... 
Aldi's has a five pound bag for mm-hmm. like seven dollars of jasmine rice. That's cheap. That shit takes us. That's over a pound. Six or That's seven. Like five or six or seven months yeah. to to go through right so i mean and that's the other thing that's one of the reasons why costco and sam's club memberships is on my fucking christmas list because you can save and you really can save in bulk there's science behind it there's been studies done there's been research done you really do at the right time save in bulk yeah you'll spend more up front but down the line you're saving some money i accidentally i fucking love sam's club the last time i was at costco I read the sign wrong, and I thought it was a box of Tide Pods with four bags in it. I mm-hmm. thought it was like twelve dollars. What I read, I read the sign wrong. It yeah, was, it was it was thirty dollars, and I was like, I should return this. That's thirty dollars. And Evan was like, just keep it. Holy shit, that was like three months ago, and we're just through yeah. one bag. Yes, I specifically, my mom always taught us because we used to go to Sam's Club, maybe. Once every three months throughout yeah. the year. That was one of the very first really big um, subscriptions that they did. I mm-hmm. that I can remember was a very it was it was like world turning for us. Costco uh, is is Sam's Club um, because you get Sam's Club and Walmart are the same, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And Kirkland's all that right. Shit. So um, you get Walmart brand items. You know the equate. You know, great value, mm-hmm. those kinds of things at a bulk price. I rarely buy name brand. No. Um, the book that you're looking for is not in here. You knew what I was looking for. Um, that's all right. But we can read one of the self-help ones. We could. Oh, that's a... Sorry, continue. Um, so, yeah. I really think um, just going to, like, Sam's Club, Kirkland's, Costco, those kinds of things... Getting the necessities. And doing it right. Doing it right. Get yeah. the Having a plan. Don't necessarily... You don't need the fucking Chuck Eye beef roast. You know, don't get your meat from there if, right. you, if you don't have to. Um, but, like, there is definitely um, an... Uh, an emo- not emotional, but like it's very satisfying and gratifying knowing that you can spend money and save at the same time. Yes, that, like, that hits all of my my that. euphoria factors. Um, and that's all I have. Listeners, send us your send us your budgeting tips. Yeah, I have. How the I, I have do you that. survive in today's world? Send us your ways that you and not even just budgeting because i think people hear the word budgeting and they get nervous that's true um the same way people hear the word diet and they get nervous um send us your little tips to save a little bit of money here and there and i'm not even talking like like how do you stretch your paycheck yeah yeah like how do you how do you get from one at the end of the of one week to the next exactly um and i want to hear if you had any shitty stories from thanksgiving oh yeah about family family members family members or friends or whatever however We want to hear the uh, lack of camaraderie. Drama. 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 So. Um, Okay. So we're wrapping it up. Um, Book. (laughs) I currently am reading a uh, spinoff, an adult spinoff, Shelby, hear me, to a Scooby, like a Scooby-Doo type of horror book. Oh, cool. It's called Meddling Kids. Cute. Um. And I like the story, but I'm not a fan of the author's writing. That checks out. That makes sense. Um, There are few authors that I know, Stephen King being the most well-known, the most, he does 
descriptive and he does it well. Mm -hmm. There are there are other authors who Stephen King could write an entire chapter on the layout of a bedroom and you are so into it. Right. Not every author can do that. Right. This author is too descriptive for his own good. So very wordy and not really um J very wordy and unnecessarily wordy. Got it. I'm like, dude, okay, like you're using too many adjectives. Um I do think a lot of especially horror writers because of Stephen King try to do that mm -hmm. and it just the story and the context is very good, but and I'm being held into the book because I want to know what happens. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, so that's a really good one right now. I'm getting, I'm going to start, listeners, <laughs> I'm going to start a smut series. Spicy, spicy. I have not read smut in many years. Mm -hmm. I think I've talked about and that before. Smut, it is fantasy better. smut. It's called the Zodiac Academy. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a friend who I work with who is in this series. She's read, I think, all of the most updated books, and she loves it. Mm -hmm. And she's, like, a huge smut reader. Um, and so I'm like, you know what? Kinky. I'm just going to try something different. You know she's freaky. Maybe she is. She probably is. I, I hope she is. I hope her and her husband are. <laughs> um, yeah, so I will probably start that tomorrow or Tuesday, um, and I will let everybody know how it goes. Are you reading anything? Um, I finally started, uh, Cackle. Oh, did you like it? Uh, so far, yeah, I do. It's just, it, it's a cute, it's, it's a it's cute It's very read. cozy so yes. far. It is very cozy. Very That's a good word for so it. Far. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, they talk about, uh, the author, I really like the author's writing mm -hmm. of, um, the description of emotions. Yeah. And, um, the... Very I've, female forward book. Yeah. And, um, the description of the environment that the main character yeah. finds herself in. Yeah. Like, the way that the rain is tapping on the window yeah. and the drudgery of it all and... And yeah, I really like and the those. spiders and yes. like the yeah. And yeah. the in the I feel um I told TJ this. It was like um like reading a journal of mine. Mm -hmm. Uh because it's similar thought patterns that I yeah. have, like with the spiders, you know, mm -hmm. oh well little guy, you're gonna go. And you know, just the just like the an inner monologue. Yes, type of, the thing. of like talking to yourself. Yeah. Um which I thought was very hilarious. Yeah. Um so, it's, yeah. it's a very cute female forward feminist female friendship driven book yeah um awesome yeah I i'm like glad you're so finally far. reading it okay so our last thing um we're gonna do see we we almost we're, we're we're just there listen as long as we keep it you know five more minutes five more minutes and we're it. under two hours um everyday self-care and lifestyle rituals we do not have the goddess book i don't know where it is kayla I has do. failed me i i know where it is and it's hidden okay because she wasn't feeling it anymore um tell me when to stop stop Oh, this is the Blossoming Beauty Mask. So things to do for yourself. Yeah, it just tells you how to make your own mask. Okay. No no little uh, thingies? Mm -mm. Okay, we'll do it again. Yeah. So, okay. make yourself a mask Make yourself week. a mask. They're actually really easy. Stop. It's the Blossoming Beauty really? Mask. Okay, one more time and then... Okay. Just go through it a couple times. I'll turn it over. All right. Just keep going. Keep going. Stop. Blossom. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. This is this is a self-care one. Enhancing your bath. 
You want your sounds, you want the candles, mm -hmm. the essential oils, and the incense. Um, customize your bath experience and create a unique self-love rituals. Mm. The sounds are soothing tones, nature, the nature elements, um, the candles. Mm -hmm. Put a couple of candles on the inside corner of your bathtub or just leave them on the shelf in the bathroom. Um, this natural light will bring an ease, calm, and sense of sacredness into your space. Mm -hmm. Of course, don't leave you know, candles, candles burning, burning, right? Essential oils and herbs and flowers, um, dry herbs, flowers, fruits, and plants can all bring us an, ess an essence of Mother Earth and help us to connect to a deeper healing. Uh, for example, citrus fruits are for uplifting mm -hmm. and roses evoke feelings of beauty and love. Incense. Incense provides a beautiful way to invoke uh, the element of air. Um, by lighting incense after you clean your space, you are inviting positive radiant energy and spirit to fill your room. I love I like that. setting a good um a good vibe for a bath like that. Yeah, I have a shower. Um but I enjoy showers more than I do baths. Hmm. I don't like to sit in my own filth. Oh no, I take a shower first. And then I mm. take a bath. Mm. Actually, I take a shower, clean the bathtub, take a bath, rinse off, and then I get out. Wow. What a process. Hmm. Yes. Okay, so I have to poop. Okay, well, um, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, episode 12, um, we're coming... No, this was 11. No, this was 12 because I counted last week. Oh, as, was 11. as 11, okay. Um, we hope this uploads. Uh, oh, my gosh. Send us your your Thanksgiving uh, in, uh, events. Events, camaraderies, drama. Um, what it, you were thankful for. Good, bad, ugly, beautiful, all of it. Um, Send us the tips you use to, to pinch yeah. some pinch some pennies here and there. Um, and even if you are told that it doesn't actually save you money, but it makes you feel like you're doing something, <laughs> less. That's fine too, I guess. <laughs> even though it's a fucking conspiracy theory, we all have them. We all do it. All right, guys. Uh, we will see you. Bye. Bye.